<laughs> this is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Hey guys, you're in for a real treat today. That's because our two special guests put the all-important dynamic, as in dynamic duo, the twosome comes from very, very different backgrounds, but they share a love of pets. And just as the pandemic was unleashed, they boldly launched All Pets Voices, a global community for pets and animal lovers. So let's give it up. Let's give pause and applause to the multi-talented co-founders of All Pets Voices. We're talking Claude DeVita and Jessica Shipman. Woo! Woo! Do we get to party in the house? <laughs> hey, so we're going to find out how a speech choreographer and a software engineer created this game-changing media center that spotlights all things pets. We're going to find out after we take this commercial break, because you guys know the drill, sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. Oh, behave. We'll be right back. Hey, pet pals. Arden Moore here. Got dog? Of course you do. Our friends at Carlson Pet Products have some great products to keep your dog happy and safe. They have a lineup of decorative and durable doorway gates. Hey, I got two and I love them. They keep my dogs, Kona and Emma, out of the two rooms where my cat's litter boxes are. My cats are able to slip in and out of the small opening of the gate when needed. I installed these gates in minutes. The gates are easy to use and match my decor. Learn more by dashing over to carlsonpetproducts.com today. You'll be glad you did. Get 25% off your order plus free shipping using the promo code PETLIFE at carlsonpetproducts.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guests today are Claude DeVita and Jessica Shipman. They are the founders of All Pet Voices. All right, guys, time to go in our time travel bug. Let's go back to February 2020, the month before... COVID-19 became a household curse word. Wouldn't you all agree? Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> you two decided to merge your diverse talents and launch all pet voices. Hmm. Sanity or really smart? So let's ask you first, Chloe. Bring us back to that. I mean, first of all, how did you even meet you two? Were you in prison together? Were you picking up poop in the same dog park? I mean, what made you guys say, hi, my name's Chloe. My name's Jessica. Start with you, Chloe. So prison would be much more interesting, but that's not where we Yeah, because orange is the new black is off, you know? You yeah. got to get something new. Okay. All right. I know. Uh, we actually met back in the blog pause days. So oh. many, many people maybe know um, me from running blog pause, you know, yes. a decade ago. And Jessica came to one of our first conferences. And so we met that way and just got to know each other a bit over the years. And then she moved to Colorado where I live. And so we hung out a bit. We talked a bit. I actually convinced her to go to Global Pet Expo with me in February 2020, <laughs> and she did. And so that's where we started ideating more. And really, you know, I, so you brought up the speech choreographer piece. Oh, yeah, I want that because I've heard of the phrase, you know, two left feet. Does somebody, when they stumble on a word, is it two left lips? <laughs> That's a, a good one. It's, it's more just, I am a dancer by training. I danced all my life and I taught dance. I, my daughter did dance. You know, we traveled, she competed, all of that. So I, I have an innate, like, constantly, I still stand in first position all the time. I'm just... You can't, you know, once a dancer, always a dancer. She has amazing yeah. posture. I would love to show you my Snoopy dance, but I think Ooh. I would really embarrass everyone. But yes, you do have very good posture. <laughs> and I'm sure your daughter does too. Yeah. Just like literally once it's ingrained in you for that long, it's hard to not. That's so, a good habit to be ingrained, don't you think? Yes. I will not complain. <laughs> but I brought all of those elements of dance and choreography into the world of speech. And I'm a speaker coach. So I help people think about and approach their ideas, their messages, their talks in a way that's like choreographing them together, hence the speech choreographer. I and like my that. initial idea in launching All Pet Voices was to have a space that could create those TEDx style talks. Obviously, yeah. TED owns the word TED. We wouldn't use that. But just so you get an idea of the type of talk, right? The, the short 10, 12 minute talks oh, yeah. that are very idea driven. They're, they're about one thing, right? They're putting something yes. out there, making you think differently, sharing research. There's so much of that in the pet space, right, Arden? Yes, ma'am. So much research, so much knowledge, so much training, so many stories. And so that's really where our where we started, right? That's what we started talking about is how could we create an event like this? How could we create content like this in the pet space? And we met, we went to Global, seeded the idea to some people. Everyone was really excited about it. We came back, sat around my kitchen table with big stickies on the wall, making up all these plans. And this is like the first week of March. And then bam, bam, I better go buy toilet paper. All right. So we got this part now. Let's fill it in. We got a gal here, Jessica Shipman from Cornell, pretty cool school, yep. uh, software engineer. My brain already hurts just saying this. <laughs> and I also know you're a bargain hunter and uh, you were on Victoria Stilwell's uh, blog and talking about some of your food you love. So Jessica, bring it home. What made this connection work and all pet voices to be born? Yeah. So as Chloe said, we met, I believe it was in early 2013. I launched my own pet blog. I got my first dog out of college. Oh, it was Beagle something, wasn't it? Bulls and Bargains. Yeah. And um, it just so happened that the blog pause conference that year was about 20 minutes from where I lived. So oh, I didn't convenient. really know anyone had just started a blog. 
decided to go. Good. I brought my dog as emotional support <laughs> because I didn't know anyone. <laughs> Luna? Um, but I got to know people and I got to see, you know, faces and be introduced to people that I had seen online. So it was a really great experience. And I kept going. I went to every conference after that, built my blog. Meanwhile, still working full time as a software engineer, I decided to leave and launch my own freelance web development company while still doing you know, my blog, things in the pet space. And so that's kind of, I'm still doing that. That's still something that I'm doing. And then jump forward to really end of January, early February, 2020. I got married at the end of January. Oh, congratulations. I was there. We obviously talked. Uh, I had just left a big job that I had. So we were like, she started saying, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Are you interested? We actually went to a brewery with our husband. Well, there's a bonding moment. That's yeah, awesome. we took over the conversation, just yeah. talked about all the voices. Our husbands were just there drinking beer and we're like, <laughs> why are we here? And then that's when we decided to, you know, go to Global, which actually I'm a huge Disney fan. So I was already going to be in Orlando going to Disney World. So I just extended my trip, worked out really well. So who's your favorite Disney character? So my favorite Disney character is Figment, but he's like a park only Disney character. Oh, that's pretty sly. Good. Yeah. As in figment of my imagination, exactly. right? Exactly. I remember him. I lived in Florida for many years and I was a reporter back then. And, you know, going up to Orlando and International Drive, boom, yep. it's a whole new world. It huh? is. <laughs> it's not a small world. All right. So I like this because you are both bringing different skills from different diverse backgrounds. I'm, I'm thinking software technology, speech choreographer, knowing uh, digital marketing, things like that. It, it was a good recipe. And uh, so all pet voices became in the middle of a pandemic. So don't you both wish you had bought stock and Zoom like in the fall of 2019? There are so many things I wish I bought in the fall of 2019. <laughs> More toilet paper, hand sanitizers. Okay, well, now they're every, that's everywhere. So. I know, now they're bargain prices. So yeah. we want to get right into it. So I first want to let everybody know, I have been a guest on different programs that they've offered on All Pet Voices. And you guys, easy, allpetvoices.com, check it out. But you guys have different formats. Uh, you have like a coffee chat. You've got this Pet Voices Live. I think you temporarily had like a game segment or something. So I wanted to get into, can you kind of without going forever, get into what exactly for the eyes and the ears will people be treat, treat, treated to when uh, they go to allpetvoices.com? Yeah, absolutely. And the goal is really, we're all about collaboration. So us collaborating together in ways, collaborating with brands to bring content forward, collaborating with other professionals like you, Arden. Mm -hmm. We've done, we did a video with you on pet safety. You've been yes. on our coffee chats. Yes, I appreciate it. And you got to see Kona, my dog, who's now yeah. sleeping right now next to me. <laughs> We love all your uh, Arden's den full of pet. <laughs> yeah. The goal for us is really anything that brings together more than one person. So whether it's just Jessica and I as the collaborators, or it's us with you, a professional, it's us with a influencer, it's us with a brand, it's us with somebody and bringing forward quality pet content that can be relied upon. Because I think we can all agree that there's so much out there that is not no, Great. <laughs> Dr. Google, love the man, but don't trust the man. Exactly. Exactly. So our goal is to be, you know, a collaborative resource. And we still plan to get to that space where we can have events and, and do that, you know, TEDx style talk yeah. type, type thing. 
for now and kind of the pivot we made, like everybody pivoted, right, during COVID and lockdown and quarantine and all those things. It's really about what can we do with others yeah. to put in front of pet lovers that help educate them, entertain them, inform them, make them feel like at the end of it, they learned something or they know what to do about something or expanded their knowledge on something. You know, that's the whole goal. My motto is humbly bringing out the best in pets and their people. But I love your motto of bringing voices together to share ideas, innovation, and inspiration about the pets and animals we love, yep. which brings me to this trivia speed round. Ding, 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 ding. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, oh, no, they're getting nervous. All right. I checked out some of your videos, and I, I have to say, you had me at Penguin. So guys, after the show, go to allpetvoices.com. There's a few ones that I really like. It's 10 things you didn't know about like rabbits, penguins, and the Sphinx cat. So I'm going to give you a true or false. Let me know. We're going to ask Jessica first. <laughs> Pressure. True or false. Penguins evolved from dinosaurs 60 million years ago. True or false? It's true. All right. What'd you think of that? Tell us who you had on the show, the author, the penguin expert, the penguin lady. Diane Dinopoli, penguin lady. And mm -hmm. she is absolutely fantastic. She's had some amazing experiences with penguins and for that even dolphins. Mm -hmm. wow. I actually met her through her speaker coaching mm -hmm. experience. So cool. I can, we can jump in a little bit more to share that more information on Diane. Well, I'm going to give you a true or false. Oh, boy. Hello. <laughs> true or false. Penguins have knees. True. That is true. <laughs> you just don't see it. They waddle because they're always bent. Yeah, I, I'm going to get that way when I get older. Yeah, I'm going to walk <laughs> like a penguin. Great. Then, Jessica, mm -hmm. I know they look like they're in little tuxedos, but can you explain to people why the way their color is, black and white, in the position it is, makes them safe against predators? Yeah, so it's when they, it's called counter shading. If, if I remember, I do that correctly. sometimes when I try to put makeup on. And, and it, the reason it is work. when they're swimming, if there's a predator below them, they look up, they see the white, which matches the light of the sky above the ocean. And okay. then if there's a predator above them, they look down, which they see the black, which matches the black depths of the ocean. So I need to be a floating Oreo, I guess. <laughs> Sort of. Got to have some of the cream hanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's got to be a double stuff or something. I don't know. I mean, when you do things like that, because I'm somebody like yourself who gets really into learning good things. Some of it you can just talk at a, at a party for trivia and some really can help save lives. Right, guys? So what, what do you think about the power of the microphone with all pet voices? I think power is an interesting choice of words because there is a power. Anybody who goes out there, which good or bad right now is yeah. available to anybody, right? We can all go live. We can all share. We can all record videos. We can all do reels and TikToks. There's no barrier there anymore. That's gone. There used to be a thing years ago called a press pass, a media pass, because my schooling was traditional. I was yeah. a daily newspaper reporter and editor. Then I worked at a, a publishing house before mm -hmm. I got into radio and all. And the word journalist, people knew the definition. The word is now social influencer. Yeah. And it's interesting because you're right. Like when you say power, I don't connect with that as much because I don't feel like I have power. I want to feel like I empower others. Okay. To learn, that's good. Right. That's why you're the speech choreographer, not me. <laughs> but you're <laughs> right. There is power in the microphone. And right now everybody has it. And so I think it's on those of us who really 
take the quality of it, who take it very seriously to be the loudest voices so that we are the ones breaking through and really making a difference for those people who are looking for that education. Yeah. What's your thoughts on empowering, Jessica, from the engineer point of view? I mean, that's something that Chloe and I definitely connect with. It's something that we prioritize throughout everything that we do. It's empowering each other, empowering other people, empowering experts that we work with and also empowering people who are reading and processing and listening and watching are the content that we're putting out there we you know make sure that everything that we're putting out there is correct and right if for some reason there is a mistake or anything like that we own up to it and we make sure that we address it because we want to make sure that what the information that's out there is the best and we also want to connect those people with experts that are prioritizing the same thing, making sure that the information that's out there is the best. Perfectly said. Hey, guys, we are speaking with Jessica Shipman and Claude DeVita. They are the founders of All Pet Voices, and we're going to find out more. Now you know a lot about penguins, thanks to them, right? But we're going to take a quick break. So when we come back, we're going to learn more. So sit and stay. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here. Welcome to spring and summer, the onset of itchy skin and allergy season. Is your pet dealing with itchy skin, hot spots, and even ear infections? Help is here. It is Zymox Shampoo and Conditioner to the rescue! Not only is this a shampoo and conditioner great for general bathing and healthy skin support, but it is the go-to shampoo and conditioner for itchy pets. Its patented enzyme formula is loaded with antibacterial and antifungal properties to ease the itch and stop the scratching. And as an added bonus, Zymox shampoos and conditioners give off a lovely, pleasant non-medicine smell. For over 20 years, Zymox products have been helping pets find relief for many health conditions. All Zymox skin and ear products get their effectiveness from enzymes. Zymox contains no antibiotics and no petroleum byproducts, just the soothing power of enzymes. Zymox can be found at your veterinary clinic, most pet specialty stores, and online. To learn more, dash over to www.zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X for your pet's sake. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Steve Wozniak, and I would love to invite you to listen to the Obehave Show by Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm having a great time because I got two brainiacs with passion. Passion for people, passion for pets, passion for animals. And of course, I'm speaking of Chloe DeVita and Jessica Shipman of All Pet Voices. We had a little fun with penguins. What's up, Doc? You ready for some rabbit? Sure. <laughs> Let's do All it. Right. Let's do yeah. it. All right. We're going to go with Chloe first. Okay. This is part of your thing because on All Pet Voices, they got some 10 rabbit facts. Mm -hmm. Okay. What happened to the rabbits not getting a ride on fairies in the English Channel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor bunny. 
You know, I will say one of the most fun aspects of creating all these videos is learning this because I will a lot of what we share, we go research to share because we right. know it doesn't matter what breed you say, what animal you say, there are things that people don't know. Yeah. Right. That's just how it works. Well, you know, rabbits <laughs> weren't eat away at the like wires and the different things and made it so like ships could sink. <laughs> so they were no longer allowed on uh, it, to this day. There's fairies that you cannot bring a rabbit on. Wow. Yeah. Here comes a big old lion and bobcat, but sorry, little bunny, you got to stay. <laughs> you can't come yeah. on the boat. Yes. Yeah. There's so many interesting stories. We love All it. All right. Now, when it comes to their ability to hear Miss Jessica, Tell us a little bit about how they use their ears because and how they use their eyes. I mean, talk about the exorcist bunny. What's going on there with their eye degrees? Oh, I don't remember the numbers. Claire, I might need to phone a friend. I know. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's what's a whole circle? 360. 360. Oh. Woo! Woo! Look at that teamwork. I knew that yeah. they, I couldn't remember the exact number, but teamwork can... makes the bunny see. There you go. So they can turn quickly around. That's kind of exorcist bunny, right? I'm sorry. I love bunnies. I had a bunny named Honey Bunny uh, oh. who got second place at the Lake County Fair years ago because I was a writer. And every time I was in a contest, I got runner up. So <laughs> I decided to honor this other runner up. And Honey Bunny was great. Honey Bunny could be trained, but I also learned not to let them near any wires. <laughs> Yes, they love to chew. That's another yes, fact. They do. And they have to chew. Mm-hmm. All right. So what about their hearing? What do they do with their ears and how far away can they detect a threat? I'm giving you a clue. Not bunny ears. I'm giving you a clue. So I know that so they can turn their ears. It's not quite the full 360. I think it's right. more 270. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And how many miles can they hear up to? Two. Let's, Very let's good. Go too. Just think of like bunny ears. You'll yeah. never forget that, right? Oh, that's perfect. Look at there that. There you go. There yeah. you go. I don't know if that's menonomics or misspeech choreographer. <laughs> what, Somebody what? choreographed that well. <laughs> I'm never going to forget. All right. So, I mean, you get to have fun facts, but you also have some people on that are making a big difference. You've had Sterling Trap King Davis Mm -hmm. to help with feral cats and community cats. You've had an NFL official, John Hussey Mm -hmm. from Cuddly. He's been on my show too. I'm actually an ex-sports writer. So this was like my dream Mm. guest, Mm. pets and sports. And I watch him on TV. He's number 31, I believe, on in the line. And he's calling the place, you know. So you're trying to give a voice and, and you're giving a voice to pets and animals, but you're doing it by picking people, like you said, and they don't cover everything. So Chloe, can you talk about a couple of your guests that you think are being game changers to help animals and pets? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you mentioned John, he's one of them. Cuddly as a platform uh, is helping rescues, all 501c rescues all over the place, fundraise. They kind of bring together GoFundMe and Amazon Wishlist into one platform. Nice. Very That's cheap. a good, support, good way to describe yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. They support rescues. So we love what was really, really excited. We've done some work with them. We're actually going to be creating some videos in partnership with them to help good. teach rescues how to storytell and all of that. So loved having someone like that on. We also had on Dr. Courtney Campbell, who is oh, I love him. Of, you, yeah, so he is one of two black board certified veterinary surgeons. One of two. Isn't that sad? Yes. 
<laughs> um, he's a very articulate person too. He is. I mean, We'd love yeah. to have him on and his perspective on just how to approach sort of that, you know, vet client relationship. That was a big, big mm-hmm. aspect of what we talked about. And it was amazing. Uh, we've also had on Kristen Levine, who she is a pet oh, yeah. lifestyle expert, but we've she had her on a couple times. She's great. And she created Pet Anxiety Awareness Month, which is June when we're recording this. And we love having that discussion because as we all know right now, there's going to be a lot of anxious pets after being home. And it's a topic that is really important. And I think a lot of people maybe don't realize what's happening. So hopefully we can get that message out. Um, All right. Um, What about you, Jessica? Do you have a couple of folks that you were like, oh, I'm so glad we landed them on our show. Don't say penguins or rabbits. Thanks, cats. Does that count? Yeah. Uh, but no, recently we had Ryan Yamka, who talked a lot about pet nutrition and understanding the labels of everything that you're buying. Good. Mm-hmm. Had a couple different representatives of different rescue organizations um, or nonprofits. And okay. brought a few together, actually, in a Pet Voices Live to talk about judgment and things that are connected to pet parenthood or pet ownership, however you want to say it. So we had Eileen Lambert from the Colorado Pet Pantry uh, talked about the importance of of something like a pet pantry, but then also talked about how there's a little bit of judgment around people who, you know, have a pet, but are maybe don't have the funds to pay for everything that they're responsible for in, in a certain moment in their lives. And that was a really interesting, but thought provoking conversation that we were lucky to have. Oh, with- yeah. I think there's, there's gonna have the kill no kill conversation is going to have more spotlight because there's there's a lot behind the scene. No kill doesn't always mean no kill. They just don't accept. And so uh, one of my friends, maybe you could consider, is Dr. Gary Weitzman. He's the uh, veterinarian and uh, president of the San Diego Humane Society. I spent a lot of years there and not in the shelter. I'm not a rescue. Well, <laughs> it's another story. Anyway, <laughs> he is a best-selling author and he sees the day where you know, shelters are going to evolve into places of learning and that they're not going to just be dumped off mm-hmm. places, that they're really going to be more proactive. What, what's your thoughts on that, guys? Do you think that, that there's a shift in the mission of shelters in the next decade or so? You know, that reminds me a lot. We had Steve Dale on recently, and that reminds me a lot of some of the things he was talking about in that coffee chat. And I do think this especially the pandemic and the gift of certain locations are out of pets, or at least it seems like, but other locations are still, you know, they still have tons. And so determining how to make that work, right? Like, do you move pets from one location to another? Do you look elsewhere? Yeah, that's been going on. I mean, I was in the Bahamas and I did a radio show from the shelter there. And then a month later got hit by that hurricane a few years ago. And my friends in uh, shelters in South Florida came by boat and took all the animals that survived and landed them up and down the East Coast in shelters and they got adopted. I like that kind of collaboration, right? Now, Miss Clo, you and I do have a Kevin Bacon six degrees of separation. You also are one of the speakers presenters for this big event that Dog TV is doing because it's timely. Mm-hmm. I mean, my dog Kona is a therapy dog and mm-hmm. a first aid dog. And when we started going out a little bit after vaccinations, well, the first time anybody came over to my house was my sister, like six months into the whole COVID. Kona squealed with delight when she saw my sister, Deb, who's an auditor who doesn't really smile much. So she's like, hmm. And Kona's like, oh my God, 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 oh my God
really need to see something else. So I have worked really hard to get her reacclimated, and I think that's the term. So you want to talk about what you're doing for dog TV? Are you on that too, Jessica? I apologize if you are. No, uh, this it's just the Clo show this time. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, it is all pet voices. Our company partnered with it, but I'm the one doing the talk. Okay. It was so behind the, the scenes, so you can imagine. Okay, good. All right. That's it. Because you're yeah. a software engineer. You got it. I was the teleprompter, actually. She was. Oh. All right. Yes, all right. She was. And I, you know, when we spoke with Becky, the GM of Doc TV, about the partnership, one of the things, one of the sort of segments or because there's lots of anxiety, right? Pets experience right. lots of different types of anxiety. Jessica and I have actually both raised dogs with separation anxiety. And so what I share in dog TV, it's about a 10 minute talk around my experience in raising my greyhound to a crazy separation anxiety and everything I had to do to help her overcome it. But also kind of seeding this idea for people that it's you don't train, it's a behavior, right? And so you can't train it away with a command. You don't train away no. anxiety. It's constant work. And that was kind of the message, right? Is this is ongoing work. You yeah. do need to have patience, but it is worth it. Like our goal in the end is to raise happy and healthy dogs. And if they're anxious all the time, that's not where they're at, but we can do things to help. Do you have a tip you can share to our listeners? Because a lot of us are coming out of this pandemic with uh, dogs that are Velcro. Yeah, I would say, and it's one of the tips I share in there, but like the easiest thing to think about is one of the things I had to do is get into a specific routine every time I left the house. It almost like helped helped my dog realize, oh, I know what this means. And whenever she does this, she comes back. Predictability. Mm -hmm. They thrive on routine, right? That's right. And whether we know it or not, I think one of the examples I give is like, I bet every one of us, when we say the word walk or we say the word treat, right? They know what that is. I have to spell it T-U-O backwards. <laughs> See? And then I have to come up with a different word. Yep. So uh, thank goodness I'm learning Spanish and Duolingo because I'm going to start speaking Spanish to Kona because I, I'm here in this room right now. If I sigh and say, ah, okay, Emma flies off my food time because she thinks we're done for the day. So I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like having a Siri with Pearl. Yeah. And I think Absolutely. You know, it's, it's that patience piece that we have to do the most work with because- yeah. We don't realize some of the routines we teach our dogs, our pets in general, like our cats right. them too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't realize what we're teaching them because we're just used to doing it. And, you know, it's been a month and they know exactly what's happening. But when we actually have to take the step to teach them and to create the routine, it starts to feel like we're not moving fast enough because we in our heads create this expectation about when they're oh, yeah. supposed to get it, you know, and so it's us that has to do the most work. Yeah, I totally agree. Jessica, before we end the show, do you have any messages or tips you want to also offer folks on how we can help our dogs and cats kind of get back to the so-called normal? Yeah. So I think, I mean, Chloe touched on this, that patience is a big factor. It's a big piece. And I think, you know, when things like your favorite pair of shoes get eaten or a pillow gets torn apart or your dog breaks out of her crate and rips down the blinds and chews up the carpet and the door. This frame. sounds personal. <laughs> it can be very frustrating and even angering. And so taking that moment to step back and, you know, process those feelings, but also then think about how your pet was feeling in those moments that, you know, yeah. in this case, my dog Luna was so desperate to reconnect with us to find a way to me that she was trying every exit possible in, in the place. Wow. And I think that's just a reminder. Then I still have to remind myself of that. Luna's much better now. She's not perfect. She 
you know, does get into a thing here and there. And it's every time that happens, it's taking that moment, taking the step back, understanding like why it happened and how I can learn from it for the future. Yeah. And you guys hit on something too, that we all can uh, have as good advice is they read and smell our emotional states. So you can do your best at bluffing like a poker player, but it doesn't work. And I have a pandemic pup I rescued, Emma, who had heartworms when we found her and she couldn't move. She was like a dog from Walking Dead. Uh, so we had to put her in a stroller when we walked our other two dogs and got her so late. I mean, had to make her feel safe and healthy first. That's my motto. Whenever I rescue a pet or adopt them, let them feel safe. And then now she rocks around and her best friend is our orange tabby, Rusty. They're both about the same age and they kind of, they're my pandemic pets through the adoption. And I'm like, oh, great. These young whippersnappers, they're going to be <laughs> a lot of trouble, but they're, she's safe now. And I'm getting to finally see her play. So patience. Thank you. Yeah. Patience is something us two-leggers need to grab hold of and realize because our pets need us because they sure have been there for us. Right, guys? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Always. Yeah. All right. So how can people find out more about you? Let's go, Chloe. Here's your time, social media, right. digital marketing lady. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find us at allpetvoices.com. You can also find us on, all. it's All Pet Voices everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, nice. all the places you can find us as All Pet Voices. All right. And Jessica, any party message you'd like to say to, we actually have about half a million listeners and they're not all my relatives. And we've That'd been be on the- Huge family. We've been on the air since 07, which makes us the longest continuous learning pet podcast on the planet. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Can you guys I call mean, Oprah or somebody for me? No problem. Just, yeah, I'll, uh, you know, open my contact book over here. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Just that, you know, we, like we said at the beginning, we are excited to be creating content that is reliable, educational, entertaining, and we are big on collaboration. So come and join us, collaborate with us by leaving comments, watching our content that we're creating, but also let us know if there's someone else that you love in the pet space that you would love to see, you know, us collaborating with. I know you guys are going to just continue to soar because your heart's in the right place. You got two good brains and you love pets and you're a speech choreographer and a software engineer. You can't have a better connection, right? Absolutely. I really do appreciate you both being on our show today. And at this time, I also want to do a pause up to my producer, Mark Winter. I call him the wizard of pause, but now I'm calling him the surgeon of sound because he's going to make a sound like a speech choreographer. <laughs> there will be no ums. Guys, please check out all the shows on Pet Life Radio, the network. And if you want to learn more about me, just head over to ArdenMoore.com. It'll launch you to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, E-I-E-I-O, everywhere. All right. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>